Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. Radio Free Galaxy. You know that funk's for me. By the power of the one, we be funking uh, for fun, baby. Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I'm what goes bump in the nights. Adam is searching through snacks because he's ready to do the podcast episode number 143 of Woo! this. <laughs> I, wasn't expecting that at all. I was trying to add some enthusiasm to it and it startled you. It <laughs> startled the shit out of me. I'm like, it's, dude, it's, I, that's, that's pretty good. I usually don't get woos out of you on a regular basis, just like around the house. But like, all of a sudden, you woo in my face, and I lose my train of thought, and I don't know what I'm doing. And, all right, uh, we're doing a podcast. It's episode 143. You've heard this before. This probably isn't your first time listening. If it is, thank you for listening, and please remember to follow us on on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram, and also Twitter, but don't follow us there, because nobody should use Twitter, and it's bullshit. It's stupid. And we also have a YouTube page. Go over to the YouTube page. Just search for Radio Free Galaxy uh, on YouTube, and you will find our pod or not our podcast, but our YouTube page, where I put up lots of good videos that I digitize from VHS tapes, mostly. And um, there's also some videos of Christine up there doing various things with toys and stuff. Just fiddling. Fiddling. There's some real toys, people. Get your heads out the gutter. Yeah, yeah. yeah not like you know, grosso toys, like like normal yeah. nerd toys. And uh, there's also some live concert videos up there. I think the next one I will be putting up is. Uh, some kind of early 90s Phantasm concert. I'm still deciding which one I'm going to put up. But uh, last night I found a VHS tape with uh, a Christmas party of Phantasm from 1992. And I will not be releasing that anywhere on That is on a YouTube. Christmas special. But uh, it was really fun to watch and there was all kinds of stuff going on and... Christine, you haven't even had a chance to watch it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I am super excited from the details you described to me this yeah, morning. Yeah, there's all kinds of weirdness going on in that video. But anyway, follow us on social media. Check out the YouTube page. And if you would like to buy some Radio Free Galaxy merch, a shirt, or, I don't know, a bib, if you're a messy eater <laughs> or something, if, if you're going to go in hard on, like, a big <laughs> bowl of crab legs or something and you want a Radio Free Galaxy bib, or you're Travis, and <laughs> you're eating homemade wings because you're starving. Yeah. It's a sight to behold, people. Yeah, so if you would like a bib, where can someone go to get a Radio Free Galaxy? I don't know if you can get a bib, but if you want a shirt, where can someone go 
to get a Radio Free Galaxy shirt. Well, my shirt. dude, you can go to T Public and find me So Geek Girl, S-E-W-G-E-E-K-G-I-R-L. I got the hookup for your good old Radio Free Galaxy podcast and also to check out some of my artwork for Condemned, which is a bunch of ladies who are having shenanigans in hell. Yeah, it's, it's all one word. S E W G E E K G I R L. You look at me like I'm going to misspell it every time. Because you have. I, I have Honestly, misspelled. I would have, because I would have thought, Christine, you would have put in like G R R L, G U R L. Instead, you actually girl. spelled girl. <laughs> I spelled it correctly. I did it right for right. once. Just one time, though. It ain't going to happen again. Yeah. It's not like right, girl. Girl. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, the feature content for tonight, uh, The Mandalorian is back, so we will be talking the first two episodes of Season 3 of The Mandalorian, I believe that's Chapters 17 and 18. We'll be talking about that for the breadth of the program, but just to catch you up on uh, all the other shows that we've been following uh, for the last few weeks... Uh, let's let's run down some of those. Uh, Christine, you and I are watching Picard. We are. And like I mentioned last week, uh, this season three is really turning us around on this show. Uh, we were down on season one. We entirely didn't watch season two at all. And then all of a sudden season three came out, found out it's the last season, and we're like, okay, let's borrow somebody's Paramount Plus password and... Uh, Credit to Bob. Thanks, Bob. For, we love you, Bob. You're th- the best. Yes, thanks, Bob, for letting us use your password. And so we've been watching season three. Started out, it was kind of more of the same of Picard, but episode three was really excellent, and episode four was just fantastic. Everything you want out of a out of a Star Trek: The Next Generation episode, it had all of those things going on. It had the great speeches it had everybody working together as a crew and filling their roles and sciencing the shit out of the jam that they're in yeah well first of all being in a jam being in like a hopeless jam and nobody like gets down everybody just is like i mean for a second they're like get your affairs in order and then then they're like fuck it we are the star trek next generation crew even if we're old and stuff we are going to science the shit out of this and we are going to get out of this and we're going to give some amazing speeches along the way and there's going to be some flashbacks and all kinds of stuff it was a episode four of season three picard chef's kiss wonderful i loved it one of the best star trek things i've seen in a long time totally i totally agree yeah, it was really good. So if you're not watching uh, the last season of Picard, I recommend that. I really don't think it's all that necessary to enjoy it, to uh, watch the previous seasons. Uh, they, were, they were fine. As long as you, it'll kind of catch you up if you, if you just kind of join in season three. You might not be able to follow a couple things, but you know who Worf is. You know who Jordy is. You know who, uh, you know, Picard is. You, you know Beverly Crusher. If you know all them, you're good. You'll get it. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, we recommend uh, watching season three of Picard. Uh, what else did we watch? Uh, let's talk Last about... Last of Us? The Last of Us. Adam, right. did you watch episode eight? Uh, yeah. Okay, so episode eight, I don't remember what the name of the episode is. Uh, it doesn't really matter all that much. It's episode eight. I believe this is the penultimate uh, episode. I believe there's only nine episodes in this season. So 
Uh, I could be wrong on that because I'm wrong about a lot of things. Uh, but I believe when I was on HBO Max, it said uh, final episode of the season is premiering tonight, the night that we were recording. So I would assume that's episode nine. Um, episode eight, <laughs> uh, we're dealing with this preacher that is... Um, he's got like this cult thing going on. It's very typical of a uh, before times cult. It's a very Donner party situation. It really is. It really is. <laughs> it, it really is a Donner party situation. I mean, there's cannibalism involved and, um, you know, weird religious, weird religious beliefs and, uh, treating women like shit. And it's like, dude, they should have just stayed where the, the pies were being made. Like, seriously, the last uh, town that we were in that was not stabby, that had electricity and had pie. Yeah. Like, just just go back there. There's Just stop. Like, this is it's just getting worse yeah. the farther you go out. And, like, yeah, there's cannibalism and crazy priests trying to, like, you know, seduce children. Like, it's, not yeah. Seduce, just, well, yeah, seduce yes. and then straight up just rape. Yeah, yeah and like then, eat them. And then eating them. Also, I, I don't know. What's I don't going know. The are, are you going to eat me? Are you going to rape me? Are you, you going to mind control me? What's going to go on? Are you going to do all three at the same time? Um, but, yeah, it's just more proof, Adam, that, you know, it's not really the cordyceps we need to worry about in the zombies. It's the humans, right? Got cordyceps. It's in any apocalypse situation, at the end of the day, the apocalypse itself isn't the problem. It's the people. Yeah. And, I mean, it's kind of understandable. People don't know how to survive like this. You know, we, we it was a drastic change from living one way to another way. People weren't prepared to live like this, and now they've resorted to their most base instincts, basically. And if you were a good person, you usually end up becoming a better person. If you're a bad person, you end up becoming a worse person. Right? Mm -hmm. I don't think this is as black and white as that, but... It's it's not always. Not least, always, not least, for everybody. At least in the story tropes, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. But. Right. Right. Yeah, but I mean, usually your true nature comes through when you're stripped of everything else. Mushroom people didn't make you bad. You were just bad all along. You were just bad all along, and now you're worse. Because you've got nothing to hide behind, really. You don't have any society well, to hide behind. You don't have a job to hide behind. You don't have anything you to You don't hide have behind. moral superiority to fall back on. Right. I was going to say, they kind of had some poor planning with having a resort out in the middle of the frozen tundra where there's really not a lot of livestock or game or, or anything. Like, but it's a resort. Yeah. It would have infrastructure dependency and. Yeah, to it survive on its sense. own, right? No. It. If it's a resort. It's not designed to survive an apocalypse. Yeah. Why you would choose that as your place to go, yeah. unless you brought your own livestock and your own seed, most resorts aren't built for sustainability, you know, self-sustainability. They're built right. because it's someplace pretty, or there's something that you want to do there. Right. Like, you don't build a resort in the mountains because, you know, you're going to farm there. You build it because people are going to probably want to go skiing, right. or snowboarding, right. or seeing the, the majestic landscape like yeah you, you why would you have a resort where there's nothing useful because that's the where they're usually put like there's resorts uh like i believe they're run by the park system in yellowstone like you can rent a cabin there yeah, yeah right. would you could do that in the middle of the apocalypse i mean you could there's wildlife around a right. lot of it's gonna fuck you up 
Um, I don't know that it would be good for farming. Maybe it might not be, but then again, well, I mean, it's, it's very typical of a cult or a cult leader. They want to be as far away from the rest of society so that nobody is influencing their word. Nobody, right. They can cut right. everybody off and, and right. tell but everybody they don't, the They truth. don't need to go to resort to do that in an apocalypse. Yeah. They can just no. go to, like, cut a... <laughs> yeah, the next town over. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, you'll be fine. Well, I guess it's more like a steeple of some sort, you know, to show some kind of iconic power for whatever uh, corrupt mm, I, point I th- of view he I was I think it's having. more of just isolating. He wants to isolate them, keep them away from... Not only do you want to stay away from Fedra, but you want to stay away from everybody, and you want to isolate them by completely controlling what they think and their daily activities and what they believe uh, and, if you also and the only way to do that is to have no contact with the outside world if you're also starving there's a highly less chance of you actually running away probably yeah i mean that's a desperate person will do what they're gonna do but yeah. the other reason why they like actually it's a good idea to go to a resort there's usually a lot large communal areas yeah. so and that would assist you in keeping people penned up as close as possible to keep an eye on everyone right yeah right. Yeah, so um, that was... It was a dark episode. It was dark, but it was it's, very good. It's one of those things where I kind of got to wonder. It's like, okay, how many of these people disagree with this dude? Why don't they just kill him? Right. Oh, wait, we're getting back to the, like, good people thing. Like, I, I'm sorry, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to... Like, the guy who was kind of, like, questioning him, he could have found, like, two, three other dudes who were like, guys, fuck this, and put around mm-hmm. in him. What's he going to do? Nothing. As long as you don't plan it, and, you know, you should impulse do it. Like, we should really get rid of this, guys. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. All right, grab your guns. Let's go. Don't give anyone time to fucking tip their hand. Just go do it. Well, I mean, that's the funny thing about faith, though. I mean, because that, that part of it is also involved. So if you have people that, are re- that really believe and really have faith, you know, they think that he is actually a messenger of God or whatever. He's going to lead you and out of whatever this is, no matter yeah. how bad it is, but that's yeah. pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. There had been at least, like, one or two atheists in there originally who probably should have did something. Oh, I'm sure. Because, sure. like, you can only hide human meat with tomatoes for only so long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, this tastes funny. And Shut you would up. know. I know. <laughs> Man, I love people with tomatoes. <laughs> Yeah, so that was episode eight of The Last of Us. Um, we're also watching The Bad Batch, and Bad want Batch. to talk about another tragic episode, and another oh great God. episode. It was good, uh, though. This was episode twelve of The Bad Batch, I believe. Uh, yeah, it, it was called um, The Outpost, right? Yeah. And um, this is a crosshair. This total cross. We don't get any of the rest of The Bad Batch. This total crosshair episode, and. My God, what a what a tragic, um, but also but also cathartic, like episode for Crosshair because, you know, it's such a good character and he has done some bad things, but at every step of the way when you see him, you're kind of like waiting for his redemption and for him to see the light. And at times he has seen the light, but he just keeps soldiering on as a good soldier and that's part of the tragedy of crosshair and um the 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 trauma that he goes through in this episode is just too much for him and he finally he finally snaps and comes to his as much as you can come to your senses i don't know if it's out of a moral obligation or a personal sense of of right and wrong whatever it is 
he decides to pull that trigger at the end on that lieutenant and you know it, it has dire consequences for him maybe we'll see but um it's it was so good to see right adam yeah i mean i know he's eventually going to probably be redeemed and all that stuff and like you know i expect a rescue mission because other clones are good soldiers they do what they're told. They go by the the book. Like, the regs do what they're told. They go by the book for the most part. Most of the clones that have deserted have been officers. Right. Except for the Bad Batch, which, like, again, they're, uh, they're you know, offshoots to their divergent. I think what's going to probably happen is they're going to throw um, Crosshair in, the, in, in Banacles... And they're gonna probably move him to a prison, uh, a penal prison, uh, penal uh, system or something. And I'm fairly certain that Rex is gonna catch wind of it, or Echo, or uh, or Echo will, and they'll pass it on to the Bad Batch, and they'll go mount a rescue on him because it's only gonna make sense yeah. in the context of like, you know, you kind of expect it. I'd actually be kind of shocked if it doesn't happen. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, then Crosshair is gonna do Bad Batch type shit and break himself out. Right. I don't I don't know what his path is going to be and I don't know if maybe they could even rescue him and he could still decide to go his own way because there just can't be any reconciliation from the things he's done to, you know, be with them right. again. Um but yeah, there's going to be some kind of meet up again. Like they they they're probably going to rescue him. Uh like you said it could be something where Rex and and them uh you know, get word of it and let the Bad Batch know. Or, I mean, it could be them, the Bad Batch, trying to get to that cloning facility and get to the bottom of everything that's been going on with that. You know, so they still have business to deal with with all that. Fucking plane going over. It is Sunday. I can't hear myself. And that is what it does. Alright, sorry about that. <laughs> uh... Anything to add on, on this episode, Christine? Dude, it was just such a tragic way for him to come and see the light of, like, the follies of what's going on, where just clones are just being thrown aside, and he's just expected to Well, he's on. seen that the whole time. I know, but this was, like, the one, though. I mean, trudging through the snow, and it then, like, much. when Mayday just died, that was, that was it. Like, he just couldn't take it anymore. Like, this was a pretty powerful episode. Like, I just love how the Bad Batch just tells these amazing Star Wars stories. And Not I'm just like, Star Wars stories, like great stories, yeah. just great stories of of trauma and redemption and hero, like real heroism. And I mean, it, it is really great. Yeah, it episode. was a good episode. Yeah. I look forward to seeing the next one. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I like that's like one show that I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait for the next one to come out. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, uh, I think that catches up us up with everything that we watch. There could possibly. Uh, Trisha was supposed to join us tonight, but she's narcoleptic and she got a little tired and, you know. A little uh, sleepy. Yeah, she got a little sleepy. Had to go take, That's what we call her, a little sleepy. <laughs> she had um, to go take a nice nap with Luna. Yeah, she, she had to go take a nap, but she saw Creed 3 this week. So, uh, whenever she can get around to reviewing it, uh, it may be stuck on the end of this episode or it may be on the beginning of the next episode. I don't know, but, uh, We'll we'll review that too. Uh, thanks to Trisha at some point. Oh, excuse me. Um, but our feature content for this evening is The Mandalorian, and we've seen the first two episodes so far, and 
Adam, I you, you, I don't I didn't realize how much I missed this show until it came back on and I was watching it today again and I'm just like, man, I miss this. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> it's so stinking good. These two episodes um, are real Mandalore heavy. Uh, yeah, this is chapter chapter seventeen eighteen. Um, these are real Mandalore heavy because uh, Din Djarin is basically seeking redemption. Because he's an apostate. Because he's an apostate. Uh, and he broke the rules and he admitted it. And he took his helmet off in front of somebody. And um, he got, you know, excommunicated, basically. Excommunicado. And, yeah. And uh, so, but there's a path to redemption and that path to redemption according to the creed is that you have to bathe in the living waters uh beneath the mines of mandalore yes and according to what this show has told us mandalore was destroyed by the empire the, the planet still exists but it's been poisoned and blasted to death and you know, there's no actual Mandalorians living there on the planet uh, anymore that we know of. Yeah. And it's supposedly the atmosphere is poison, uh, although Bo-Katan has said otherwise. And um, so the idea is, is Din Djarin is trying to get back to Mandalore so that he can bathe in the waters and he can be redeemed because it, it still means something to him. You know, like, uh, the reason he took his helmet off in the first place and, and did all the things, he did, they, those were important to him. And he wasn't necessarily just uh, dismissing his faith in the creed or anything, but, I mean, he <coughs> just made a choice. And, you know, he still seeks to, you know... Redeem himself. Redeem himself. Because and, he does believe in yeah, this is the way. He really does. And... Uh, Man, it's it's so compelling and fun and I just I love the atmosphere and the feeling that the Mandalorian gives. And of course, you know, seeing Grogu just, you know, boop bopping around and just, you know, doing his little thing and his little I don't know what that little hover carrier thing is called, but I kind of want one cuz it looks very convenient. <laughs> you have legs that are that are long enough for you to keep up with everyone uh, else that you're walking with. You don't need a flying Jedi bassinet. Uh, <laughs> can't be lazy for nothing. But anyway, um, what what's the name of the the planet that um that Grief Karga is running now, Adam? Can you remember the name of it? Navarro. Navarro. Right. Navarro. Yeah, he is turned otherwise. Yeah, he's turned Navarro basically into a thriving... A legit, yeah, like a legit good planet. Yeah, he he's like doing business and there's tons of infrastructure building going there's on. Peace. Peace and, well, as much as there can be, there's still pirates and stuff. And, you know, he refuses to join the New Republic and everything like that. But, um, yeah, he's made quite a... a place for himself here and he ought in and, and the mandalorian comes to visit him and 
he offers him attractive land, and you could settle down here, you and Grogu, and just... You can be the sheriff. You can be the sheriff, I know, and, uh, and he chooses not to. It just means a lot more to him to still keep with this creed and be a Mandalorian. You know what I liked most about episode one? Oh. When Jin was like, Grogu, what? Grogu, his name is Grogu. Pay attention, people! His name is Grogu! Not Baby Yoda! <laughs> yeah, Grogu. Grogu. Totally different. Totally different. I know it looks very cute and similar, but yeah, it's... You know... He's not a clone. Yeah. Oh, God, this <laughs> fucking truck. Alright. There's just Bye-bye too much window. happening outside of this window. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too much excitement! Uh, anyway, um, where were we? We were talking about uh, episode 17. Yeah. And you were talking about Grogu, uh, Navarro, not David. Right. And so <laughs> they decide that they there's, there's pirates uh, running around in Navarro and um, Grief, Grief Karga is like, hey, we need a new marshal here. Uh, Cara Dune got called up into the Secret Service or whatever. <laughs> However Special they forces. Yeah. Special forces. Yeah, they, they kind of just wrote her off and explained it like that. At least they didn't kill her off screen, which is cool. A total Disney thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I you know, I don't agree with what she said or anything, but I don't think she necessarily deserved to just straight up be canceled. You know? Um, yeah. We could debate that. That's debatable, though. I, I don't know. That's just my shitty opinion. Um, it's unfortunate with what happened with her, but... And it, I like that character, too, but what what are you going to do? It, times are what they are. So she got canceled, and she got called up to Special Forces. Maybe when she gets uncanceled at some point, she can come back to the show. Um, but, yeah, so they, they need a new sheriff, and... Um, the Mandalorian suggests that they fix its IG. Which, which IG is he? The he's IG eleven, right? I don't even know. He was IG ten or eleven. We are being really bad Star Wars fans. You guys aren't freaking helping me here. Dude, at all. you're. It's like the ad lib for Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> all I know is he was partially a statue. Okay, yes, they made a statue out of him, and... Uh, he didn't suggest that he use him, uh, make him the thing. He needs him because he needs oh. the droid. For spelunking. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're, using, they're using the astromech droid for that, though. The scaredy cat. Yeah, yeah, because he can't fix the IG yet. I think they were, they were going to use IG for... Uh, nope. For, the protect, for protection, weren't they? I think of so. Of the child. Of uh. Grogu. He needs a droid that would he could trust to protect Rogu. Well, we'll agree to disagree on that, but that's yeah, fine. You can, go, you, can, you can be wrong. This is America. Dude, I want the little alien fixie guys. Those guys were so cute. Yeah, what's the name of the... Um, they were in episode 8 or 9 of the movies. Uh, the, the one little guy that was in... Uh, look, episode 8 and 9 <laughs> of the movies are fucking blur to me because I've seen episode eight like maybe two or three times and i've seen nine exactly once i don't even know i think i've only watched them one a piece but they had one of those little guys in I one of those freaking one of them, movies. but all i know is the little like you don't remember that from the movies Seriously? no dude i have a reboot in my head of seeing those i i really don't 
Okay, anyway. I, re- I remember a little gremlin, like, give me harumphing sounds in a different language, tell me everything's no good. Yeah, that was a very cute scene. It was adorable. Bad baby. Yeah, and with Grogu trying to hug them. It's like, no, Grogu, no <laughs> hugging. Bad baby. Yeah, that was uh, genius. But um, anyway, they need a new memory chip for the IG unit, so... Of course, they have to go on some adventure to find a new memory chip uh, for the unit. And that was basically the end of the first episode, right? Yes, and then the next one is to go find Bo-Katan and see if she right. can help him get to the mines of Mandalore. Right, and so we go to uh, where Bo-Katan is, and she's in... The Mandalore system, but she's in one of the outer planets. In a castle. In a, in a Mandalorian castle. Uh, just Apparently, she just sulks on her throne all, all the time. <laughs> all I mean, day. I just brood. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> just lounge. You've got this Mandalorian castle, and you've got this really uncomfortable throne, stone throne, and you just sit on it and brood all freaking day in your full armor. And then when someone comes around, you're just like, go away! Go away! <laughs> Everything's by the, bullshit! By, by, by the way, it's IG-11. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Adam. Um, yeah, so he goes to uh, ask Bo-Katan for help. Bo-Katan's like... Well, you've got the fucking Darksaber, so all the Mandalorians took off, and now they're just being mercenaries and shit, and whatever. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Everything's bullshit. I'm going to sit on my throne. All weird because... All all weird with my leg up. (laughs) Because it's uncomfortable, and I'm trying to look cool. But Katie Sackhoff is fucking wonderful. I'm not making fun of her at all. Uh, Katie Sackhoff is a fucking treasure... The, her her live action depiction of Bo Katan is awesome, so fun. I love it. Uh, she had so much depth and and character, and adds so much to the Mandalorian mythos. There's this these two competing sides. And anytime we've seen uh, Mandalorians really in any of in any of the Star Wars content, uh, the animated content or live action content there's always opposing factions of mandalorians whether you know it was back when mandalore was still a planet and there was several different mandalorian factions that were always fighting each other or even now after mandalore has been destroyed and you still have mandalorians like fighting over each other like are we this mandalorians haven't been unified since uh prior to the uh the new republic Right. The Republic, actually, Republic era. Right. They're probably, probably like at least a thousand before, a thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. It's probably yeah. one of the last times that they were unified. Yeah. Or I mean, prior to them becoming quote unquote civilized, like they were showing in uh, Clone Wars. It's a problem for them. It's it's probably one of their biggest weaknesses. Well, yeah. I mean, they were in a cave, and a lot of them were getting their asses handed to them by that big giant space gator. So, I mean, there's not many left. Many um, of the factions. There's actually really only two factions. There's the De- yeah. there's the Death Watch, and then there's the you know the non Death Watch. Yeah. Um, like the, you either think that you can't take your helmet off, or you're okay with it. Like that's pretty much the major <laughs> factions. Yeah. Dude, it's like the star-bellied snitches from Doctor Suits. It's either you have a star or you don't. 
but you're yeah. still the same thing. Yeah. Right. So, and they have a disagreement of philosophy. Yeah. So um, either you fully follow the creed or you kind of, you know, right. more or less follow it. I said most of the words. Maybe I didn't say all of them. But they were <laughs> right. I said the words. Yeah. So actually, Murano uh, uh, mentioned to me is like something about uh, possibly seeing uh, the Dinjar riding a mythosaur. <laughs> like, well, oh God. Like, uh, hopefully he finds like a baby or a medium sized one. I was actually kind of like that robot that's in. Uh, or that's not even a robot, it's more like a cyborg uh, that uh, captured him in uh, the most recent episode. Yep. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, please tell me that's a Basilisk Horror Please tell me that's a Basilisk Horror No, yep. it wasn't. No, but so it was cool. still very cool. It, it, right. Crab cyborg. Yeah, you had basically some kind of like general Grievous type creature that was living inside of a little droid unit Inside of a crab mecha. Well, he he was putting himself inside of that humanoid, like, structure. And then, you know, he could transfer himself into the crab structure. And, man, that that was some really cool visualization. And it looked like he was, like, sucking blood out of... Or sucking some kind of essence. It didn't really look like blood. Well, plasma, blood, whatever. whatever, You know, The juices. Yeah. Some Mandalorian juices. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to suck out his Mandalorian juices. Ew. 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 And, of course, you know, Bo-Katan saves him, like, a billion times in this episode. Right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny, because you watch her using the Darksaber, and it's just like, notice how she doesn't have any problem with it? None at all. Nope. It's not heavy for her. No, I think it's because, um, I think it's, it's probably has to do with like some type of uh, subconscious block on uh, Shin's mm-hmm. part yep. or that he's actually not supposed to be the one to right. wield it. Right. He doesn't Just believe like, that it belongs to him, like really yeah. believe that it belongs right. to him, but he feels he has to carry it because he has the burden of, it belongs to him. He's so it belongs yeah. to him. Yeah. Like he's currently. the owner. Yeah. He's the owner of it, but he doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't belong to him. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not really his, and he doesn't really believe. Like when when Bo-Katan is holding it, she believes she's supposed yeah. to be holding it, right. and it's one with her. Right. You know, you see how awkward when he picked it up and tried to fight that thing. It's just like, dude, it, he can barely. Yeah, swing he's it. like every time that he gets taken off balance, like he's just like left himself open to like getting yeah. slugged and punched instead of her, which is just kind of. And it's not because he doesn't know how to use a sword. It's, no. It's because that he just it's. It's just, not for him. Yeah, it's yeah. not in. It's he not. In, legitimately stick to the to the yeah. Beskar spear. It, exactly. Know. So, yeah, I mean, this that whole second episode was so great. And then, I mean, if you don't want to be spoiled, if you haven't seen it, the end, um, they finally do get to the living waters, and Din jumps in and apparently just falls off of a... You find out that Veskar doesn't float. That, 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 that first step is a real doozy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Super doozy, like Veskar just... I thought something took him down, but it really wasn't that. No. He kind of just fell into a big old hole. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, there's no there's no uh, pl- rope with the plastic floaties on it, that, so you know where the deep end starts. Right. No, that, yeah, it's just, that was just bad. I mean, it's just 
Bo-Katan's just like, oh, not again. Gotta go save him again. It was kind of cool to see um, uh, their, uh, I can't think of the name of it, her uh, back... I'm, I'm gonna let you just drown no. in this like you did to right. me before. Oh, right. Go ahead. Drowned away. Go ahead. What, what, uh, use your words, Christine. I'm using words. Um, I don't remember her. Jetpack. Yes, thank you. I had the yeah. back part. But See not how the jet I did part. that? See how yes. easy that was to just suggest yeah. something? You're a horrible person. I am. I'm sorry. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, she used her jetpack underwater, which was cool. Yes, it Blech. was very cool. It was very cool. And I mean, yeah, it should work underwater. I guess it's not really. Yeah. Good job, not environmentally sealing your helmet before you hopped in the water, dummies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> da -da 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 -da. I mean, to be fair, you didn't expect to be jumping into the water exactly why you wouldn't environmentally seal that thing almost every like all the time you know yeah. like right just mm -hmm. a, just in case just do it right just do it like this is a bad planet where things have been going bad since you stepped on it you might want to do you know the one extra thing after having your juices drained even though i think these stairs are going to be fine leading down into this dark water i'm gonna hold this railing yeah <laughs> <laughs> no railing there was no railing of course not. it's star, star wars. wars uh but when we're underwater we get a glimpse of something and I don't know. It looks like the legendary Mythosaur, right? Mythosaur. Might be. I mean, it had the head shaped just like the the Mythosaur that they have all over all the Mandalorian stuff. So, right. I mean, that looked like it. And Bo-Katan saw it, and now her whole understanding is... You can see it in her eyes when she comes up. Like, her whole understanding is just shook, you know, right, right now. Like... She was like, ah, Mythosaur is bullshit. She was even laughing at it, you know, reading that plaque before they right. even went in there. She's like, yeah, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all ceremony. None of it means anything. Fuck all this. You know, right. I'm... And then all of a sudden... <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, um... <laughs> Barry Warren, E.T. Alligators in the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, basically. basically <laughs> like, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, right. Mythosaur. Right. Right. What's an arc? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she saw it. How long so, can you tread water? <laughs> uh, yeah, Din Djarin, how long can you tread water with a mythosaur <laughs> nipping at your right. heels? Right. Right. Uh, yeah, so, man, so, you know, this is really gonna turn around i think bo katan and i think that bo katan might want to go join the other mandalorians or what what do you think is gonna happen i think she might brood in the chair for a minute but i think she might go and find the others i mean is she gonna try to go get back death watch or like her troop or is she gonna join uh dindajaran's mandalorians what, what what is she gonna do here oh or is she going to go back to the chair? I don't know, man. That chair, you know, she was having a good time with it. I don't think she can go back to the chair, first of all. I think that option is out after seeing the mythosaur. Myth I can't, that is hard mythosaur. to say. Mythosaur. And also, also mythosaur is a little bit like unobtainium. And I got to just say that. <laughs> unobtainium. <laughs> this is the fable monster. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I, she can't go back to brooding. 
I, I think that would be a big mistake by the show for them to do that. I think they're going to go Bo-Katan heavy in this season. Uh, and I, I think those two factions of Mandalorians need to come together, Adam, right? Like, I mean, we need to get all the Mandalorians together and on the same page for them to revitalize their culture. Yeah. Or Mando just needs to get his ass whooped by Bo-Katan so he can give up the Darksaber. Well, that needs to happen. Yeah. Just saying. (laughs) That that needs to happen. He can't give it to her. He can't give it to her. She she needs to... Or or somebody needs to fight Din and take it from him, and then she needs to get it from them. Whatever. I think the most... Probably if that method, I think it would probably be Vizsla who's going to do it because he is... Um, hereditarily, the most, the the most, um, his fa- his clan slash his family line has has bore the sword more than any other Mandalorian. House. He feels he's entitled to it, and he and he's kind of right. Well, I mean, but in order to wield it, you got to basically kick the ass of the person who had it. Right. Had it, so that's right. So we'll see what happens with that, but I'm interested as hell, and I love the fact that the Mandalorian's back. It feels so good. It feels so good. Yeah. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here for this week. Uh, There may or may not be a Creed 3 review right after we say goodbye here. Who knows? We'll we'll see. It may be next week, uh, but if you really want a Creed 3 review... um, it may be coming right after this but thank you all for listening we really appreciate it uh if you could leave the podcast a rating and review on apple Podcasts and the spotify app i would really appreciate it it helps it's a free way that you can help us get more listeners and put out better content so please just you know leave a little star review i'm not even gonna tell you how many stars to leave just leave a little star review you don't even have to say nothing we would really appreciate it So thank you all for listening to episode 143 of Radio Free Galaxy. We will see you next time. Bye!